0: My next conversation, my next interview today is with a filmmaker, a documentarian who has made a film about bugs, about insects. Uh, about what's referred to in the film as not legally recognized food, Andreas Johnson. We had a great conversation. He was in Copenhagen at the time and at the Danish Film Institute, about to go into uh, answer questions uh, from the audience. And so we talk about colonialism, we talk about food, and we talk about cricket powder and sustainability, and and how he sort of stepped into um, making this film, and 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 and. and why there's actually a, a sense of humor that's connected to it all, and I think you, you know you're going to have to see the film, and I hope you're going to enjoy the interview, and I trust that that will be enough to to get you to dig a little bit deeper, and uh, no pun intended, for those of you who have seen the film. So I do hope you're going to enjoy this and uh, check it out. It's uh, it's going to be on Netflix soon. It's going to be uh, a theater a theatrical release coming up in 2017. Andreas Johnson coming up in a few uh, moments. Don't forget David Peck live for more interviews uh, coming up on my 300th interview don't forget real change is incremental is available on my site as well and uh, uh, um, information about my public speaking and rabble.ca for more information about interviews check it out there and here we go andreas johnson thanks for listening Well, welcome to Face to Face. We're joined by a very special guest today. He's a filmmaker and a director of a film called Bugs, and hopefully we already have your attention. Andreas Johnson is here today, all the way from uh, Copenhagen. Andreas, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it.
1: You are certainly welcome.
0: So, can you I'm tell us to
1: be with you, David?
0: Thank, thank you for your time. So, so before we get into the movie, I'm I'm kind of excited for you. I can hear a little bit of noise in the background. Tell tell our audience uh, where, where where you are today and and what's well, going on.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm at the I'm at a cinema in the center of Copenhagen, and I just uh, led about 150 people into the cinema, and they are actually watching uh, the film right now. The film already premiered in September in 50 cinemas all over the country here, but uh, they're still popping up screenings like every week. Uh, so we have a screening uh, tonight, and in about an hour, I will have to go in and do the Q&A. And we also have tastings of uh, different uh, small starters that my friends from Nordic Food Lab provided with insects.
0: Amazing. <laughs> yeah. So, so a few surprise, a special surprises in for your guest tonight. Yes. (laughs) That's so, so, so just, and I'm sure we'll come back to this and, and when we post online, we'll, we'll put some information about the film and the website and so on, but you're going to a wide theatrical release in April of this year in the U S and Canada. Can we say North America? And then, then, and then you're going to a Netflix release in June. That's correct. Fantastic. Well, listen, Andreas, before we roll, congratulations on a thoughtful, interesting, fun, um, um, (laughs) disturbing film.
1: Thank you. I mean, I always try to make my films with uh, a fair amount of humor. I mean, most of my films are are quite serious topics, but, you know, our everyday lives are full of, of humor and mistakes and misunderstandings and stuff like that, and I try to also put that into my films, so maybe so they are more humane in a way, and also so that, you know, I, I want people to be entertained at the same time as, as they are maybe being provoked to think differently or to to be more in more curious about a certain subject.
0: So I mean you're pretty you're pretty uh black and white about what this film is about in the title you know bugs but really yes. but really Andreas the reality is that that this is just very much a surface layer I mean this film is about so much more than that it seems to me I mean we're talking about crossing cultures we're talking about uh you know understanding the way other people live in the world and what other people do I mean this to me is a movie about about our neighbors, in a sense. and Yeah, and, and, totally. And, yeah. It's
1: about uh, acceptance and respect and also very political about sustainability and, and what, what we are doing to ourselves and to the planet.
0: So do you, would you say then that, that the bugs, in a sense, the insects, this idea of, 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 of finding a more sustainable food source through taste is is kind of one level, but there's even a, a deeper level to the film. This is really about sustainability going forward. It's about the environment. It's about climate as well.
1: Definitely. I mean, the box, I mean, it was kind of like a coincidence that I got into making this film. I knew of, of Nordic Food Lab. I knew of uh, restaurant Noma here in Copenhagen, and many of them are my friends. And then they told me about this project that they were going to do. And for me, it sounded just like really adventurous, uh, you know, with eating all these delicacies around the world. It sounded just amazing. And I I really needed to make a film where I was more happy and more relaxed because the previous film I had just made was about Ai Weiwei, the Chinese artist and dissident. And I spent three years uh, filming illegally in China and it was very, very stressful. So I was completely beat when I started making this film. Yeah. I... But then when we then got into it and maybe like after a year of filming, it really turned around, the whole project got a totally different angle and focus and it became much more about the sustainability aspect of our whole food industry and the way we we think our daily food and, and diet and and health and
0: all these stuff. Do you think, Andreas, is this really about perspective too? I mean, you know, both Josh and and certainly Ben want to talk a little bit more about about your your you know the stars of the film. But but is this really about perspective in the sense? You know, they make a comment at one point uh, about how. You know, in the '90s, the idea of people eating raw fish would have been absurd in the West, and and, yeah. now, and now you can get it at a local convenience store. You can buy it in an airport lobby. You can buy it pretty much anywhere that you go. Uh, in in twenty more years, uh, do you see that shift occurring, or are we a little farther away from 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 that kind of uh, shift at this point?
1: No, I I, I mean I actually uh, it's that's an extremely difficult question but it it is possible because we are we are driven by the media we are driven by trends we you know a lot of us you know believe what we are told yes and and we don't question and we don't have we don't have time to question everything that's put in front of us so it it could easily be that it will happen with with the industrialized the Produce the insects as well, the same way it happened with sushi. You know, we, we people can be fooled with anything. I I,
0: I love uh, one of the moments in the film where I, I'm pretty sure it was Ben. Uh, I'm I'm I think they were speaking to a group of academics, or they, it might have been, um, uh, I don't think it was that when Josh was at the UN, but anyway, the, the comment was something like the right to good tasting, culturally appropriate, available food. Exactly. I mean, I mean that to yes. me is not about the insects at that point. I mean, maybe the insects are a way to get there, but but what are what are some of the other questions we have to ask about our food systems, the way we distribute it, Etc. Uh, Etc. Cetera, et cetera. What
1: are some of the? Sorry.
0: Well, what are some of those other questions? You know, some of the bigger questions that you, has to, you have to ask about about the market, about distribution, no. about infrastructure. You know, about all. I, there, there's, there's a great, there's that great, great line from the woman in Kenya, where where she said something about uh, how not all Westerners have the right answers. <laughs>
1: Yeah, not not all what the what the Westerners do is good.
0: That's right. That's
1: right. Yeah, yeah. She's amazing, this professor. Oh, and she yeah. was she was but, terrific. But it's, what it's, is it like? it's exactly about all those things, you know. You you know, you have to look at something, and and of course, the insect itself it's it's very innocent, and of course, it's sustainable. You know, if if it's just like in nature and it it doesn't eat anything than what is waste by by others and and stuff like that but if we start producing insects like in the west and our climate is not uh, fit to 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 these animals can grow you know you need to heat it then you you need to feed it other stuff and you need to freeze-dry it or process it in another way afterwards and then you need to ship it And then also the question about who is making money from this. I mean, are we then again going to sell this, say, to to Africa and Asia and exploit people there?
0: Well well exactly right, because all of a sudden it becomes about about just about the bottom line, right? It's no Exactly. Yeah. And and again it's it's who are we to
1: to produce this and ship it and export it across the world to to other people and then tell them oh now you can eat it but when we came and colonized you you could not eat it because then you had to eat what we told you and you had to have our religion our culture our family values our kind of living in a society etc etc so now we are just like Okay, now we can make money of this, and then we we're going back there and and saying now they have to 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 change again. You know, it's
0: it's absurd. Hey, Andreas, so I I think I took from the film that there's over uh, Ben or Josh says at one point that there's over nineteen hundred edible insects that are yes that have been sort yeah. of i guess um, um codified right. i guess yeah
1: exactly and so, there's probably lots more
0: there's probably lots more and yet at the beginning of the film i'm pretty sure it was was ben who said that you know the food that we're preparing for you ra- right now is not legally recognized as food what what can you talk about that a little bit is that is that exactly. a is that yeah a, yeah, yeah sure yeah. i
1: mean uh, in the beginning of the film there's a scene where Ben and Josh, they are in a test kitchen, and they are experimenting with only farmed insects. And it's from a farm in the Netherlands that are actually at that point only producing uh, insects for animal feed. But they they made this special uh, tasting dinner for for specially invited people, and. Um, and and soon after we did this uh, filming, actually, it was it was uh, allowed by legislation to to sell this as uh, for human food as well. But at the time, there was no nobody who who had you know done and served food with the, with these products.
0: And is that and
1: and and it, I mean, I guess it's it, I, I mean now it's. Uh, a year I, I, the film actually was finished a year ago i stopped filming about a year ago and a lot of, a lot has happened with the legislation in europe and more and more factories are coming up where they're producing insects and selling it in supermarkets and for restaurants etc when
0: i when i first mentioned uh, to a professor uh, a friend of mine at the University of Guelph here. Uh, I saw him before Christmas that I would be talking to you in the New Year. He 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 held up his smoothie that he was drinking, and he said that uh, he had fortified it with cricket powder. Um, oh. Yeah, I know. How, how, what yeah. are the, what, are the, what are the odds, right? So yeah, yeah. so I mean, it. I guess it is getting out there. But but tell me, I mean, wasn't. Ben in the film kind of pushing back, Ben and Josh both sort of pushing back against that idea that we just want to use insects to fortify food. I mean, isn't this, I mean, this is a whole other level that the film works on to me, which makes it so brilliant. I mean, this is about taste. This is about, we want people to know that this is a this is a way to, to, to survive, to live, to enjoy life that exactly these actually of
1: also respecting the food you're eating and respecting the animal
0: right right exactly
1: And the, don't just crush it and hide it and camouflage it in something and and sell it as some kind of enhancer or something you know
0: yeah it's it's it's, it's like it's almost as if Josh and Ben were, were, were the, the, the ethic that was driving them was was one entirely driven by taste. Yeah. <laughs> and yet, and yet that's not true at all. I don't think that comes out uh, ultimately as you make your way through the film. I mean, they're clearly, they're clearly concerned about a whole lot of things. Yeah. Um, the, the Eskimole scene in Mexico, I mean, the, 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 you know, the line from, from the cook, the, the chef, I mean, it, it, uh, first of all, the, 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 the plate looks, I mean, it looks astounding. The presentation, the, the, the food, it looks utterly delicious. And he says, you know, what does he say? We don't see them as insects. We see, we see them as food.
1: Exactly. And that's exactly what we experienced everywhere we went around to do uh, our field work. You know, the locals, when we asked them, does anybody eat, eat insects around here? What kind of insects can we eat around here? They were all like, no, we don't eat insects. That's, that's like, you know, they were, that's like disgusting or we could never eat insects because they don't consider the insects that they eat as insects, they consider this as part of their everyday diet and tradition. And and for them, insects is something that's really annoying, you know, something that's a pest, you know, something that stings them or is irritating in some way. So many would actually say, even, even though they factually were eating many kinds of insects, they would say, no, we don't eat insects. And then we you know, of course, then we talk to them, and then we okay, okay, like that, that's your definition, and that's our definition, and so
0: on. does that have something to do with um with success, uh, Andreas, that uh, people in certain cultures you know would be looked down upon if they ate insects they're they're of a lower culture, they're of a lower you know what I mean uh, yeah, I know
1: I know what you mean, actually, I don't think
0: so, and actually,
1: in many places uh, in East Africa where we were. They, they, they have taken it back the tradition in the capitals, in the main cities of Kenya and Uganda to eat insects as they did in the countryside generations ago. And now they are proudly eating it. And there's a big, you know, uh, you could actually even say local industry around insects. In these countries, where they they gather them in the countryside, and then they are quickly um, transported to the to the capitals and to the main cities, and they are sold fresh, still alive. And that's also the young people; they job, they love it. They they uh, they eat it with pleasure.
0: With pleasure, Del- delicacies. I've 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 done a fair bit of traveling through Southeast Asia, and I've certainly seen. Um, from locusts to uh, cockroaches uh, that have pistachio nuts deep fried inside of them, to to deep fried tarantulas. I mean, enjoyed and, and really enjoyed. Um, I, yeah. mean, I, I I have to be honest with you. I haven't crossed that line yet. But but uh, again, I think largely it's 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 a matter of perception. What about you, Andreas? What What do
1: you mean? You didn't taste it?
0: Uh, I have tasted some things, but I have I have not. Um, no, I haven't reached into. I haven't gone to the deep fried tarantula yet. That's. Uh,
1: <laughs> but tarantula is not an insect.
0: Oh, uh, okay, okay, right. Th- that's a spider, right? That's a spider. It is. Yeah, and that's it's, not it, an insect. It's a big. I mean, spider. You, you
1: you could call it a bug, but it's not.
0: It's not an an insect. It's not an insect, right? It has oh. an it has an exoskeleton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about you? How much? How much did you get into the actual tasting of the food when you were making the film?
1: Well, I tasted everything.
0: You did, eh? Of course, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, I, I, I love food, and I also have a restaurant with my partner here in Copenhagen. I've been running that for ten years. And uh, actually, my first job was at a very young age when I was thirteen at a really nice restaurant here in Copenhagen as a waiter. Uh, so i've i 've been in the industry for many many years and i I love traveling i love eating different foods and enjoying food with with other cultures with other people and Of course that was a big part of it also for me to experience that and also if i 'm filming it it 's nice for me to to try it also so I know what my characters are trying
0: sure, sure.
1: the only times i didn 't try it was if we only got like say two two um, two pieces of a certain insect that we were hunting. Right. Because then Joshua and Ben would would take it themselves, of course.
0: Right, right. But
1: I'm 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 into everything, you know, I'm and for me, you know, I, I know of I don't have a barrier really.
0: Right, right, right. So you've you've figured out how to how to step inside.
1: <laughs> yeah. But I understand of course why we have it.
0: Yeah, of course, and I think I think yeah. you know it's 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 very much like uh, you know climate, environment, these types of issues that you know I'm old enough that I I was not raised thinking about the environment my children are thinking about the environment in a way yeah. you know that 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 we need to be hopeful about that that change is possible that that we can start you know eating insects in a way that's uh tasty and sustainable and sensible it, it seems yeah. to me that it's a future you know near the beginning of the film uh, i think you're in a um you're in an airplane kitchen test kitchen yeah and um, somebody says that, "Hey, we're we're tasting a a meal that could be the airplane the airplane meal of the 22nd century." Do you yeah. Do you think we're that far away from from back to that earlier question I asked you? Are I mean, are we years away from this becoming commonplace?
1: I mean, it is it is commonplace. I mean, it is you, right. in 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 the Netherlands there. There's a certain fast food chain that has a hamburger that's made with. I forgot if it's mealworms or cricket flour, patty instead of of, of meat, you know.
0: Okay.
1: And and in uh, there's the largest supermarket chain in the Netherlands as well. They have you know as a, a staple food, they have uh, insects, you know, frozen in a in a small package that you can buy and cook up in your house. So th- so we are not we are not far away, but i mean hopefully with with my film and and other people and the whole debate around it we we if we are going to start doing this, we should just make sure that it's done with respect for the animals for other cultures and for the environment of course
0: yeah you um you you end the film with Josh appearing before a small group of people at the u n uh, it looked like somewhere in Geneva not exactly sure but he he got the floor and and you 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 cross cut a series of faces that to me looked pretty indifferent in the room uh, is that is that what you were trying to get across this sense that you know maybe maybe the dialogue is not where it needs to be yet that we we need to start having a, a more open conversation about about sustainability even within a, an orga- or, an organization like the UN
1: Yes, I mean, you are absolutely correct. It was at the, in Geneva at the UN headquarters, and I was really, you know, hoping for this scene to be like Josh going there, giving his message to, like, the world, sure. and him having a huge applaud and, and people listening to him and discussing with him, and, but it didn't happen. And I was so shocked, I was so shocked that they were so passive, they were totally indifferent, they didn't care. And then there was like this silly after party afterwards right. where there were even more people attending than, than at the actual conference that was taking place. So it was just like so absurd, you know, this is serious stuff and, and even the people at the UN don't want to listen. The press didn't want to ask any questions, there was nobody attending. It was ridiculous, and and so it's it was kind of depressing. Actually, it was very yeah.
0: sad. It it is very sad. I mean, I think it. I think having worked in development for so many years, I think one of the things that's really difficult is maintaining a sense of. Of hope and and a desire for a better future because it's very easy to become complacent and I mean the way you you set that scene up I don't, I don't think it's too far from the truth you know like you say it's it's a bit ridiculous it's absurd but they're there you know what Andreas they're there for the free food and the entertainment I mean <laughs> yeah know? and
1: a glass of wine afterwards
0: you know? I know I mean it's it sounds yeah. pretty cynical but sadly uh, in a lot of cases it is true what why why do you think that is I mean have we got the wrong people in those positions uh, was it was it like you know why were they even there in the first place Uh,
1: i mean that's probably a very long discussion david but (laughs) it is it is it is is, you know as i said before also like we as human beings we are easy to to trick you know often we take the the easy way out of something and and also, you know, free food, free wine—it's on, you know—that that, nothing beats that apparently, you know.
0: Yes. Nothing so it's yet. it's
1: just um, one of the characteristics of of the human race, and yeah. Yeah, sometimes
0: no, it's just depressing. It it is it is depressing. Well, I I think what you've made is is an incredible film and an entertaining film. I think it's gonna, I think it's gonna have a huge impact. Uh, Andreas, what 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 is next for you guys with a theatrical release uh, over here and then and then going to Netflix? Have you got a bit of a tour planned or uh, what, what's up?
1: I mean, I think
0: it's it's been
1: just insanely busy, but my uh, distributor in the US is uh taking care of planning all that and yeah i will i will most likely come and also i know that josh will be coming over and possibly others uh, from the cast will will be joining also and then we have also a release in japan end of may and uh yeah, we we just continue, and everywhere we go, you know, we like to have debates, we like to talk to the press, TV, radio, whatever's there, so we can get as much attention as possible, of course, on, on this subject.
0: And has the reception been pretty good?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm not the one to say that, but it's been <laughs> overwhelming, it's, uh, it's very successful.
0: That's amazing, that's yeah. amazing. I have and to... also,
1: I should say that yes. uh, actually Nordic Food Lab is releasing a huge book that comes out in the beginning of I think first of May on fidon okay v- very re- well respected uh, uh, publishing house yes, uh, indeed. and it has you know all the stories of the fieldwork recipes. Pictures, all kinds of stuff that uh, Ben and Josh and Roberto has been gathering during the field.
0: And so just for those who haven't seen it, so Ben Ben left the production, Josh is going on to do a PhD, and Roberto is still working at Nordic Food Lab, I understand.
1: Exactly. He's uh, Roberto, the the last guy who came in after Ben, uh, all of a sudden leaves the film. Uh, He's still running the, the position
0: as head chef at Nordic Food Lab. Uh, that's yeah. That's cool. And Josh is going on to do a PhD, is he not?
1: Yeah, he's in Cambridge in the UK, and Ben has opened up uh, a kind of similar thing to to Nordic Food Lab in Edinburgh in Scotland. Oh. Okay. But uh, but besides being like like a lab and a event place, it's also a restaurant. And I've been there a few times. It's great. You should all go. Excellent,
0: excellent. What, do you know, do you do you remember the name of the restaurant? Edinburgh Food Studio. Edinburgh Food Studio. Excellent. Well, yes. listen. And what about you, Andreas? What's What's next for you? Or are you going to uh, take some R and I mean, I'm I'm
1: currently working on five different films. It's a little bit hectic
0: at the moment. I, I would say so.
1: Yeah, but you know, sometimes if I have an idea on something I want to follow, I, I can't help it, and I just start shooting, and and that's like. An Advantages and disadvantages because I'm filming everything myself, so there's like no no excuse of of not going out any time of the day or night and, and just film with somebody. Okay. But one one of the films I can tell you about it's about uh, Torben Ulrich, you know the the father of Lars Ulrich, the drummer in Metallica.
0: Oh, okay, yeah.
1: So it's kind of a very different film than than this. Uh, and Box, but it, I, I really love this guy. He's he's uh, he's 88 years old now, and he lives in San Francisco. Amazing. And and he's uh, he used to be a professional tennis player and really on top international level, but he's also a great artist. You know, he he writes poetry and he's doing paintings. He's a musician. He releases albums and does concerts and. He's really uh, very, it's so inspiring to be with him. So I've been filming with him actually for a couple of years
0: now. Oh, that's amazing. What I what I love about uh, documentary and documentary filmmakers and artists like yourself is just what is it that drives you to tell a story like that? And what's so remarkable for for people who who watch these films is there's always uh, a story, there's always a lesson to be learned. It's just it's a remarkable uh, medium. And congratulations again, Andreas, on a great film. Thank Bugs, you. And I wish you well with your your next five projects. <laughs> that's yeah. That's pretty daunting. And hey, good luck with the Q and A. Uh, 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 after the showing this evening, yeah, uh, you're, you're at the Danish Film Institute, right?
1: That's correct. They yeah. have a very beautiful, high quality cinema here, right in the sense of Copenhagen.
0: That's, a, that's amazing. So it's, it's really good. Amazing. Good for you. Congratulations. Our guest today, on thank British you so Days. much, David. Oh, you're welcome. Andreas Johnson, uh, the film is Bugs. Uh, look for it soon. Coming soon to Netflix and a theater near you. Thanks, Andreas.
1: Thank you. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.